Hello, I'm Karen Loxton, joined by Kyle, and you're now listening to the So Insights podcast. Let it rain, be the forecast. CNK coming through with a new broadcast. UK raised at a show on the dog tag. Everything changed, but we always stay on track. Straight face in the place, yeah, I'm on that. Every week, a new episode on tap. Same phase, new pace, better contact. Social soul insights index. We follow that. Follow that. Follow that. Welcome back. Hi. To the podcast. Yeah. We're going to run into live music, festivals. Uh, your experience on it, would you recommend anyone doing them? What do you think about them? And NF in particular, yes. because we went to two NF gigs on whatever dates they were, in Manchester and Cardiff for the October Hope Tour. Um, banging. Banging. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, cool. So, uh, weekly catch-up. We're going straight into that. I've got nothing again. <laughs> but it basically was, together we probably saw NF twice. So that's oh, our yeah. weekly catch-up. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, and uh, you're man of the match. Oh, yeah, I got man of the match in oh, football. Just brush yeah. over that. Man of the match in a 6-1 loss. <laughs> Good. Let's get spanked 9-0 on the weekend. Man of the match still. Pat on the back. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, good. <laughs> that's the good question. Fun. Was. <laughs> um, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the catch up. Yeah, that's the catch up. There you go. Great. I've catch just up. been writing. Sock. Actually, from the release of my song, I may as well say that that we managed to get a couple of features secured. So expect to see them. And there is a me rendition of the song coming out soon. Yes, too. we need to do that. I've done it. It's, take also, on it, it's, it? it's just waiting for release. So keep yeah, your eyes I'll probably open. clip it up as well. So basically, Kyle did a version of the song that's already out. The um, importance of incorporating healthy outlets. Or as I call platforms. it, the importance song. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, so hopefully, I'll put do an update next week of um, what people have said about it, and that we can talk about the song a bit more as well after yep. like a couple of weeks of it coming out. And we should now actually be on our schedule, so it's going to be uh, the. This will be the second episode back, being the obviously welcome back episode first. Just trying to find the calendar. Um, and then first episode this should be out on the 24th of October hopefully and then we're back to Tuesday uploads nice um, to finally provi- be back. providing everything's okay when we upload our first episode with streaming platforms which is cool which and then hopefully like you said pre-warning we're going to do what two episodes a week until we're up to date uh, I'm not going to say two episodes a week. We'll have our normal Tuesday episodes and there might be random episodes dropped here, there and everywhere. Uh, you might get six in a week. You might get one in a week. So it just depends how my timing goes with yeah. being able to upload anything. So we will see on that front. Cool. Well, next up, we're doing the Song. music recommendation for the SI Pod playlist that's on Spotify. It is James Bay, All My Broken Pieces. It's a new no song idea. that came out um, as of today, which is the 20th of October. And I think it's one of his best songs, to be honest. I really cool. like James Bay. You don't listen to him, do you? No. Have you heard of him? Yeah. So you met the little buddies. Met the boy. Just a little buddy, yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, that's getting added, so check that out. Uh, game recommendation. I've probably said this about five times by now. Um, but just because it's actually out now, Spider-Man 2. Um, got a day early as well. I got it on the 19th, but it had a fucking 37 gigabyte update, so I couldn't play Why it. Why do they that do day. that? Because since it went gold, they just had a look to see if they could make anything better. They added some accessibility features and that sort of thing. Um, just up- update like little tweaks on the game just to make the experience a bit better, which makes sense. Um, some guy did say, 
do you what do you think of the midnight launches just being scrapped now at game shops did you ever do one as a kid you know like mw2 or something no so they um they said their digital release you can just get them on midnight can't you that's their version of a midnight launch now not queuing up outside a shop like what kids used to yeah, but everything's digital dead, now, so it? it's just the way the world goes, and uh, everything moves forward, and life get it makes life. People try to make life easier with that sort of thing. Um, the just because it's gone, yeah, just because it? it's not the way we'd want to do it, though. But if you talk to some kid nowadays about it, they'd probably be like, "Why would you want to go and wait outside a store?" Because what you do now is you preload a game onto your console so you can download it. The Spider-Man was a week before. You had the week before to be able to download it to your console. And then as the second, you see a little countdown, the second it gets released, you can click on it and play it, essentially. It's probably um, just the whole demand thing, so isn't it? But it's, yeah, making e- it's making life easier for the user. But it makes, don't you think, the all-round patience of people go down? Yeah, because, because the demand's like, so high. Yeah, because they'll sit there with four hours left until release, and they'll be like, I want it now. It's like great. People would be happy to sit outside in the fucking rain, yeah, just to wait to get it, or like the PS2, or like getting an actual console kind of thing, like a gig, but linking it back, or like a gig, yeah, waiting outside in the rain in the queue. Dedication, exactly. Um, right, TV. Rick and Morty season seven's out. It's coming out. It's getting released episode by episode. I can't remember the season I watched. That. They've obviously changed the uh, voice actor. Oh, really? Yes, because he got done for abuse or something. Oh. Um, is Jokes. it Roland? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know whoever it was. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. He got done for something anyway. And they've had to do a new voice actor, apparently. Change writers as well? Because I'm pretty sure he wrote it, the guy yeah, voiced it as well. I'm not entirely sure how it worked exactly. It might have already been written. I don't know, but mm. season seven, I mean, Rick and Morty's jokes. Logic's so on as well. Jokes anyway. Logic's in Rick and Morty, oh, yeah, oh. at some point. Yes. Um, right, film is Moon Ghost. I have no idea what it is. I just read the description. It looked funny. So I thought, fuck it, that'll do, won't it? I still don't really know what it is. So is that's that my Netflix recommendation. Or any drop? I don't know. It's cinema just drop. a new thing that's come out. I don't know where it is. I don't know when it is. I do think the talk of the cinema at the minute will be the Jokes. new Martin Scorsese film. No. I'm not sure what it was called. Blood on the Half Moon or something like that. But No, Moon Ghost. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Exactly. Sounds good. Sounds a bit too good. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's me done now. So, linking that, we're going on to our cocktail. It is called... might be topical, actually, because this film's coming out at some point in November. Napoleon. And it is... One of the mysteries that has puzzled historians for many years is why Napoleon seemed to have one hand permanently anchored under his coat. Various theories have been advanced from itching ribs caused by woolen underwear to protecting the Napoleonic wallet from pickpockets. Now at last the truth can be revealed. Liking his drink but being anxious not to set a bad example to his troops, Napoleon kept his glass undercover on all public occasions. Not even Josephine discovered his secret until one night she greeted Napoleon with an enthusiastic hug as he returned to his tent. This led to his fa- famous but usually misquoted remark. In fact, what he said as she embraced him was, not so tight, Josephine, for fear that she would spill his drink all over his cummerbund. So much for the man, now for the cocktail. To make a Napoleon, you need two ounces of gin, half a teaspoon of curacao, and half a teaspoon of Dubonnet. Dubonnet? Stir with ice and strain into the glass. Voila. Yeah, no, thank you. Gin, no. But carousel. Bang! Gin, no. There's something I tried, actually. Oh, what was that thing that was linked to carousel? Oh, I don't oh, know. I forgot to say it to you. It's a violet drink, and it's from the same distillery 
who makes Curacao. I completely forgot. I'm going to search it. You stole them a sec. Um, yeah, so that's great. Um, I don't know what to say. You wouldn't say uh, you're drinking that, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it because it's gin. So gin can fuck off all day of the week. Why? Very bad gin experience. Where You're a bad gin experience. I drank probably a litre of 60% gin and then proceeded to throw up for about eight hours straight and then had to go into work. So it got to the point where I was throwing up, stu- uh, throwing up stomach acid. So, you know, it's a bit jokes and you could have just Googled it. No, because I don't know what the name is. Yeah, I remember sending something to you. Google Curacao, and then that's pretty much it. Oh, there must be. There it is. Found it. Look at that. It is called Parfait Amour. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever tried that, it's like a little violet sort of like aftertaste, and it's, yeah, banging. And not a drink. But yeah. Cool. There we go. Book. Right, um, it is the, the Dictionary book. of Obscure Stories by John Koenig. Chapter 3, Montage of Attractions, Finding Shelter in the Presence of Others. And the word is Pharisee. Pharisee. <laughs> <laughs> the fear that your partner is changing in ways you don't understand. Even though they might be changes for the better because it forces you to wonder whether your relationship needs a few careful nudges to fall back into balance. Or perhaps it'd still be as stable as ever but involved a person who no longer in exists so your partner is changing in ways you don't understand the fear. and it's basically make or break so yeah. that could be as uh, a cool big sean lyric i thought i'd grow old with you but instead i grew old to you Fair enough. it's a bar not somebody bar. outgrows you basically it could be yeah they're just changing yeah you know like when someone says when they go traveling it's not the place that's changed it's you that's changed yeah because you could go back isn't it so and things people change, realize right? what like a shithole is essentially back to the shithole <laughs> but um oh, yeah that makes sense partners changing in ways you don't understand yeah. i mean that might, might be due to miscommunication as well they're just not even telling you they're just like no i got with um an absolute lit stripper abroad and fell in love with her so you're boring me <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we go forth and bloom Main topic. So, um, NF and live gigs. I'm going to just say that as the easiest way to say it right now. Um, Obviously, as we said, we went to CNF. It was banging. banging. Yeah, really good performance. Um, Especially if you're into rap music. If you don't know who NF is, you probably have to go straight into him, do you? Nate Furenstein. And he is a conscious rapper. His lyrics are quite deep and meaningful, but they are good quality. And he is good quality. Yes, top 500 artists in the world on Spotify. Decent well, human so. being. Yes, as a rapper uh, as well. Like he's quite good. Yeah. Um, that's who he is. Overall thoughts. Banging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's all we no, need like to say. You say to like he's one of like my favorite rappers. So yeah. it, like I said, it, it, it was insane to see him. It's quite inspirational to see his set. Like obviously you, we should have seen him before COVID. Yeah, that's. And I was gassed part. to see him because that album was amazing. That ser- the search, whatever. But um, it was really cool to see him live because obviously what he's like in a studio, you can complete your overall view on the artist after seeing him live as well. You've seen him in like yeah. do loads of different things and then you know what they're like as a performer now as well, isn't it? The only thing that's missing is you don't know what they're actually like behind the scenes, which you don't need to know. Obviously. No, exactly. No, no, you, no, 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 you know never will know. But, <laughs> but I think, yeah, never. like you said, it, it kind of completes it, kind of full circles it. Then you think, now that you've seen them live, you're like, like yeah, Logic as well. Yeah. The fact you've seen them, like you've completed their package in a way. 
as a fan, I think. NF, completed it, mate. Yeah. Logic, completed it, I mate. think, like, yeah, in order for you to be a true fan, like, yeah, I reckon you should yeah. support them like that. So, um, do we want to go more into it or do we want to go into the questions? What do you think of the gig? You didn't see your thoughts, did you? Decent as well, yeah. <laughs> same, <laughs> same, same, same thoughts as you, to be honest. So He's just, like, a highly listened to artist that we like, so we yeah. like his stuff anyway. It's not like you're going in yeah. blind. Cardiff was a lot better than Manchester, not just because of the crowd situation. So Manchester, the crowd was a bit dead. It was more. But that wasn't just us saying that either. No, you said you saw comments, everything on TikTok. Like you'd see people in other, um, like him in other venues and that, and it'd always be, oh, did anybody else find the uh, the Manchester yeah. crowd dead? Even that and, guy, oh, isn't this it? looks so much better than Manchester and da 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 da. Somebody we saw after the gig was like, oh yeah, it was a bit like it wasn't dead. much to it, was there? Um, but NF as like. Uh, performer it wasn't was him yeah like i said it wasn't his music in any way it was, it was just, just like everyone on their phones a bit it was just the northerner mindset don't know maybe yeah because <laughs> like you said that. southern gigs are always better i found southern gigs more wild yeah so but you never know you could go to manchester and it'd be crazy yeah it's just, it just hit maybe, this, like, maybe the fact gig. it was a tuesday made it worse mm-hmm. as well yeah maybe so, and cardiff was a saturday mm-hmm. um but the whole manchester city was a bit quiet anyway isn't it so maybe yeah, it gave off tuesday, little so. Hints that the gig might have been a bit but quiet. Tuesday in October, so it's not exactly bode well for Which was Manchester surprising because, well. like I said to you, um, NF has that sort of music where it might have made the crowd a bit lively. He hasn't got like, well, not all of his songs are that like slow, is it? Like you, He has no, got some that gets you moving a bit, I think. But out of the set list, I wouldn't say there's that many that would get you that hyped necessarily. Yeah. Um, we can go into his set list at some point, like how um, he did it, like executed it, to be honest. That's different. Um, yeah, but Cardiff, everybody was more lively. Smaller venue. We were right at the front. Yeah. And he was better, to be honest. He interacted more. I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok of him actually interacting as well. Manchester, it felt like he didn't. It's almost like he thought the crowd was a bit Quiet, dead as yeah, well. So, I'm so he didn't do my bother. Set. Yeah. yeah. So going to do my set and leave kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, other than that. That's the main point. Really. Would you recommend so, seeing them? Even if someone's yeah. new to their music? Yeah, definitely. Even if they haven't checked any of their catalogue, like the first time they're going to witness NF is live. It's yeah, cool because it's it's everybody's good. singing along to everything as well. Yeah. Like throughout the entire thing, everybody's singing. It's all recognisable yeah. songs. Even when he goes quick, like you still hear the crowd rapping yeah. to him pretty quick. So that's from like another artist's point of view, from an artist to an artist, it's quite cool. Say if you were to write something that's quick, the crowd still carries on. So when Logic did Homicide, there's probably people that... Rapped. I could rap the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. That's quite cool that a fan could do that. And then you hear the whole room rap pretty quick. You don't hear just yeah. a little buzz of noise where everyone's like, blah, 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 where exactly. you hear the chorus? Because I only know the chorus. That'd be like me a little bit. Or that one song that they're known <laughs> for. It's like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, like highly inspirational enough, to be honest. Like Definitely. his whole, the way I always set is, and obviously him being a rapper, you don't really have a live band with you. So when you take something on tour, like you said, it. I think it made a massive impact that live instruments are used for a gig. His drummer, Rico, was insane. It made the it beat so, so much good. better, isn't it? Yeah. And I think rather than just a little buddy on a deck or something, like live instruments makes you feel the sound a bit more, isn't yeah. it? You're just more involved with the vibe of the room, I think. So I think it just enhanced him. Obviously, him being a solo rapper, there's no like, hype men on stage or anything. It's just yeah. him. I think that's sick. And like the way I always performed his music videos in the background as well. Like, if he had a music video for that song, it kind of was snippets, and then whoever did the visual graphic art for him was insane as well. Yeah, that was cool. So, the All whole it was, to be production was insane, yeah. and the lighting and, like, the smoke. 
it's all his budget i guess isn't it like the quality of the gig was decent i would say you can tell he cares about his craft definitely so that's the main thing right so that's our summary of it <laughs> yeah i mean there's not we've much seen it twice say, so. like that's probably yeah i've never seen a rapper twice you know, it's the most yeah. person we've seen is Martin Garrix because he's just DJ just appears yeah, everywhere yeah exactly everywhere we go he seems <laughs> yeah. to follow doesn't Martin he Martin Garrix yeah. is everywhere exactly but natural like yeah the fact he was so good like I want to see him again I mean the only one I'd probably do that again is maybe Logic see him like a few times if he came to the UK and Suicide Boys Suicide Boys because I'd see multiple yeah. times just because from videos you've seen the crowd is wow yeah <laughs> Banana Man yeah exactly on Barstool's uh, open up the fucking pit please yeah <laughs> Right, um, let's go into some of our own questions to ask each other. Okay, yeah? so you start, yeah? you got more questions? Okay, so... So this um, is, in general, what? Live gigs? In general? Live gigs, festivals, festivals, that sort of thing. Right, okay. Uh, music performances, okay? I okay. think that's the easiest way to sum up. Um, would you prefer to see an artist in a festival set and are on their own tour? Good question. Depends how much you like the artist. What are we saying? Like, you, they're in your playlist every day. Like an artist is somebody that's big enough to headline a festival I quite like seeing them at their own gig so uh, just say enough for argument's sake oh, now own gig yeah. not a festival uh, let's say Suicide Boys at a festival would be sick because the whole festival would be that vibe yeah but then it's so grade, grade, grade A vibe then isn't it though exactly that's that what a festival is kind of like it, it that's yeah. basically a festival so um, I mean I could say Palace but you saw, obviously saw them in a festival they're cool at a festival yeah that. but then at their uh, own gig it'd be quite vibey as well Somebody like Bring Me. Their own gig. Yeah. I like I like their whole catalogue. If I only liked a few of their songs, I would see them at a festival. If you listen to them a lot and you like their whole catalogue, like Logic, yeah. you know that his whole catalogue, you just want to see him, I guess. But say like Night Lavelle or I'm trying to think someone else, you might, Jeezy, you might want to see at a festival because you only name maybe a handful of his yeah. songs and he'll only pick bangers for the festival. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh their own thing because I'm not that into the festivals I'd say so um you'd have to like wireless is cool that. wireless like, hip hop or like capital like seeing Tiger Lil Sky the yeah, fact exactly. you can tick off all these massive names in one day is pretty cool to be honest like for that price of like ticket yeah even if you only go to listen to like <laughs> one or two songs but say if you were an artist having your own concert is probably a better way of showing off your whole craft like how NF created that whole vibe just to him and yeah. showing off the album like you've got a whole evening of just you everyone's yeah, here you for you yeah you know everyone's there to see you and everyone's a fan of you yeah yeah. so you all just come together whereas yeah. the festival's like I don't know maybe who this is oh they're sick check them out and then it's like half the crowd might just not really know who you are but they're in a party vibe so it's hard that's hard that question okay so <laughs> this goes off the back of that one as well right. so I t- I'm gonna have to try and think of some examples to give you so uh, would you prefer seeing a favourite, like a top 10 artist right. on their own tour, just that one person or a few, let's say three to five, lesser, but still decent, say 10 to 20, like top, mm. top 20 artists in a festival setting. So would you rather go and see NF and only NF or go and see... Uh, I don't fucking know. Lil Skies. Mm. Uh, I can't, I'm, not, I'm never going to think of the fucking examples. Yeah, yeah. Like Jack Harlow, Lil Skies, Jeezy, all like, they're all massive, but they're like, all, you like them, but you don't like them as much as Anna. Okay. Okay. It's probably the same sort of answer as the first one. Like, it's just down to what your vibe is. I'd say probably see the main person because I really like them. Like Drake, I'd probably rather just see Drake. I don't want him at a festival. 
unless right. he created his own Scott, festival. So, so like Bremen Horizon did uh, one in Malta. They crafted the festival. They were in charge of it. So they headlined their own festival, but every band that was there, they chose. Like Grey Day. Yeah. It's like every artist would be linked to Suicide Boys music. So you'll see, end up seeing Suicide Boys, but you're seeing like Ghost Man, you know, like Ski Mask. You're seeing some sick artists at the same time. Oh, it's hard. You've done too many of this, like the same. Like, so both. the next one, this is annoying because the next think? one goes off the same bat festival or single artist gig. Again, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize uh, how similar all three were. It's hard. I'd rather go and see the one artist because I know I'm there to see them and only them. And again, I'm not too into the festival sound. But the thing I think you might have to go through is say do a festival where you know you're going to like basically every artist in the headline. You haven't gone to one like that. You'd have to do one where like it is like a tirade festival and like yeah. literally every artist, you're like, I don't know which stage to go to. It's a sick feeling where you're like you don't know whether to do this stage because another artist is playing. You like both of them. You're conflicted, which you haven't had that really. You're just no. like, I'm here. So it's hard to say it because I know I've been in the festival where like it's just a sick atmosphere. Like you like everyone. Like you actually know them all as well. Yeah, exactly. But then obviously it's a sick feeling if you really like the artist because I know you like channeling like one artist or isn't it you like having like five artists you like listening to so it's like you're, you're probably bound to just choose the main artist the single you one like them, yeah it? and you actually choose you actually know basically the whole library whereas i'm probably at the festival because i like maybe seeing new talent or names you don't really know and you might just go are oh, they quite that palace yeah end up spamming them yeah. or even like great day like Shakewell and stuff or germ like, i wouldn't really play them and then you heard them and they're like oh quite sick and then you'd end up spamming them as well yeah you get into all of yeah. them uh. so they're both sick I, it's hard to right we'll it. move, I'm I'm move on the that because it's gonna go <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly you're never gonna give an answer <laughs> yeah um right go and ask something right i'm going to what i said to you with the nf tour merch and website merch oh yeah you're rocking it so one of the nf things lost Bang soul jumping. do you think they should be the same quality tour merch and website like uh, we've, we've talked about this because i've got quite um, a cool point but i can say something linked would you get merch every time you go to a gig because I, I know you get merch i barely get merch at a gig it depends who it is i've only got what logic I've only and got, yeah exactly because they're the two artists that i literally but you're, like, you're happy to do that like purposely spend it merch isn't it like you're happy to get it support them like that which is sick to be fair logic i spent like 300 dollars yeah when we were there nf i've spent 120 quid um, on three things logic was a lot more um, do you think they should be the same price as their website so merch, being I tour merch seeing as it's purely for that tour and it's going to kind of be like a football jersey it's outdated once the tour's right. done in that no so if you're selling the same stuff online and at your tour same price apply if you've got tour specific items we've got i think you got did you get one um the hat from logic that was literally you get it there and that's the only place you can get it yeah you can charge more if you've got I mean. a jumper or some trousers or a t-shirt or whatever that is literally you can buy it anywhere, in the merch yeah. on the tour you can't get it online you can't get it anywhere else then it can be more expensive but okay, i've got an idea for you yeah. one point that you brought up that you said to me when we were waiting in bristol in that weird little park being should they be the same quality and you say no makes sense yeah because you, you could make stuff cheaper yeah. at a gig. People are more likely to buy it at the gig. If they want quality, they can buy it online. But if you just want something that you can be like, right, I'm going to buy this and wear it right now. 
doesn't matter what happens to it. Say a jumper's 80 quid, like this one, fucking 80 You wouldn't quid. want to wear that in the middle of a crowd, no, you would wouldn't, you? I wouldn't have just it. put it on and worn it in the middle of there. You get drinks filled, Throwing you might yeah. get it ripped, mm-hmm. you get thrown to the floor or anything. If it was 40 quid, then yeah, it's a bit less quality, like it's fruit of the loom quality, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, but you'd be happy. Would you wouldn't mind if it got ripped or broke or anything, would you? Or it got like a little stain on it, or yeah. damaged in some way. Like it'd be a bit better. I think they'd be able to see a lot more of their merch at their show then. Exactly. So I think if I say if I was an artist, it's probably down to obviously merch selling and stuff, isn't it? Like obviously guidelines, or whatever or terms and conditions. But I would sell cheaper merch that you would only be able to get on that tour. So it'd still be cheap anyway, but you know that people have supported you on that tour because the only reason how they have got that much is because they've attended Went that to tour. tour. Yeah. And then you could wear it in the crowd and get it ripped possibly because it didn't cost much. Unless, because it, it's limited edition, you still wouldn't want to wear it though, isn't it? That's borderline then. Mm. But you're happy to send yourself in a mosh pit because you don't really care too much. You're just happy to see you wear that clothing from my yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it so it's like, it's too expensive, you don't want to wreck it. Whereas, like, I could spend a lot of time on my website merch and make it really good quality, all the designs, you know what I mean? Spend yeah. a lot of time and then sell that for more, you know what I mean? So that's why I thought maybe the quality, you could be less for the tour because I feel like you people, like you said, be more comfortable wearing it. Because like you said, you bought the happy top and then took it off, like, oh, fuck wearing that, like, you know, for Cardiff or something. No, I wore it in, I actually oh, wore you did, it. Yeah. I wore it in Cardiff, that one. But like um, some people will probably buy it and yeah. be like, you know, like get wearing drinks. it there. Yeah, and like then, white yeah. hoodie, definitely. Yeah, like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. I thought it was an interesting point. Yeah. I lost the train of thought when you said it before. I said something funny, cool to you. It might have been the yeah, the limited edition thing. It will come back if it's something else. I'm sure. Yeah, I think when you mentioned um, it. Right, I've already asked that question, so uh, I'll incorporate these two into one. What's the best crowd you've been? What's the best crowd you've been in? I suppose you call it. And what's the best performance by an artist? All right, that's on that questionnaire. I think best crowd for whatever reason it is for the absolute savageness mm. for the like singing along for. Oh, that's hard. Savageness. I'd say like Suicide Boys, Bring Me the Horizons, really good, or Chasing Status. I remember them being very wild. A fight broke out in Chasing Status. I remember fell off someone's shoulders and then like I think my boot kicked someone in the back of the head and it started a fight with someone else because someone went somewhere else. didn't meet yeah obviously that went some weird crowd surfing Suicide Boys just Mosh Pit Central Bring Me The Rises Mosh Pit Central they even say it so it depends if you like that uh, Singing Along NF was really good wasn't it Logic was amazing yeah <sighs> then you've got something I can't like, deter then favorite. you've got something like uh, Kings of Leon with a road flare above your head exactly yeah cardi b like everyone was just wild to her because she started twerking that yeah best performance by an artist mm, maybe drake his budget for his tour was amazing i was about to say for what reason mm. so is that why because he sold out the o2 like massive arena uh the budget for his gig boy meets world tour was Wild. and he bought a Travis Scott you know what I mean it was decent performance even though I was miles away I wasn't actually standing I had a seat like you know around the yeah, edge yeah, yeah. it was cool to be that far away which links to my question but that far away is that you can see the whole production or the stage if you were stood in the middle you wouldn't see everything going around above you you wouldn't be paying that much attention you'd to you'd just anything, be seeing Drake you? in front of you like NF you'd just be paying attention to the artist because yeah. you're that close to him but like if you're further back you see the whole light show and everything else so it links to what do you reckon who's your favourite 
Play 10.9 Ibiza. Sweating out. No, I'd probably just got to say Logic, haven't I? Best yeah. crowd to be in, I don't really know, because I've not been in anything like Mental. So it's Tomorrowland was pretty cool, with like, obviously the array of people. And the budget for that. And you the budget. I mean? That's next level as well, to be fair. Performance. Probably the coolest setting is from Tomorrowland. Uh, yeah. Performance logic, just because the interaction with the crowds, uh, and, you know, getting everybody going. And Strip show sort of in Vegas. I mean, that's not really <laughs> I suppose it's a live gig, isn't it, of yeah. some sort, so... Um, we need to get you yeah. in like a wild crowd, isn't it? That's why I said to you, it's frustrating boys. where it's like, I've thought like, I'll try and take you in something. I like I said, I'll try and drag you to bring me in there. I just know that would be wild. I know that for a fact that would be wild. Whether you don't like his music, which would go into one of my points actually, where go it's like, now. you need to do it. Mm, but I've got more questions. So. Do you think it matters where you are situated in the crowd, i.e., do you feel more connected with the artist if you were towards the front? Yes. Depends what you're there for. If you're there purely to see the artist and that's all you care about, go to the front. Get as close to the front as you can. If you're not as bothered, like we've gone to quite a few where you just kind of like turn up because it's there sort of thing, especially yeah. Tomorrowland. Um, Ibiza would have been the same, I suppose. There'd be other ones like um, Boardmasters would have been the same as well. Yeah. Whereas like either you don't care that much and you're just like there to see what's going on or you're there for the vibe of like... Mm -hmm what's going on then you want to be either middle or further back depending on if you want an absolute madness obviously you go more central don't you and then if you just want to like take in everything that's going on then you go towards the back depends so it depends like on your artist, mindset on what the artist is yeah but then i think suicide boys do you feel like you need to be at the front for them or do you reckon you just have fun in the middle because they're just wild i think their no, because, so focus is in the middle aren't they they always look at the market because of what they, they are. are that has to yeah it would be middle that you'd want to be. Even though you really like them. Unless you don't want to die. And then you'd yeah. probably go further around the edge. Like, bring me. I don't feel like I need to be at the front, even though I really like them. I quite like the vibe in the middle. Yeah, at the same time, I'm going to say Suicide Boys is like it, bring me is, and other, like, you've got screaming stuff and all You're that. You're there for a lively gig, isn't it? You know the intention You can't be there it. for the lyrics, because 99% of the time, <laughs> you can't understand yeah. what's being said. <laughs> yeah. It is just noise at the end of the day, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Especially live. To get lit to. Yeah, it's not like you're paying attention to the lyrics and all that. Like DJ event, my man Gary. You don't need to be right at the front watching him spin like, some decks. To be honest, DJ, yeah. So you're there for the whole vibe of what the crowd's like. Like you said, it's what your intention is, and if you know the artist that well, you already know what the gig's like. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, logic might be different because you had seat and the whole thing was seated, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So you didn't really matter where you are because you have just seat, and there's no, people doing a madness in the middle. Close, I don't really yeah. know. But. Yeah, well, we're I'd right probably the say the same as you. So. I feel like you're more connected to the artist at the front. I feel like Cardiff, I was a lot more locked into his set yeah. than Manchester. Because you've got too many phones in your face. One, one yeah, thing, exactly. to be honest. What do you think of that? That's not a question. But Fate, oh, it's just pointless. Um, Hedex or Hedex? He did a visual of a robot arm with a phone looking at the crowd like that. Just to like obviously prove a point where like especially as an artist is about to come out you see everyone get their phones out isn't it and it's i understand like video and capture moments but i would say one thing because i know you recorded one of the whole song but if someone records the whole song do you ever look back at the video that you've taken or do you just leave it in your library it probably just stays in your library exactly so you just block someone's view just to record it for you never to watch it again what was the point it's better recording like 10 second snippets kind of thing. and then maybe like make a little montage yeah like you do like get your little phone out and then do it 
I don't understand when people like even if it's an insane song they just stood there like you know what I mean you're like, not taking hand it up. in the moment are you what kind you doing? of thing so. but each to their Jokes. own I don't know yeah. I understand capture the moment but you think the same yeah yeah and that's just like Tomorrowland where it's a firework display like it looks wild like sometimes yeah. it's take it in but sometimes it looks sits capture because I look back at some of that and it's quite cool I kind of look yeah. back at the videos I take especially the montage but enjoy the moment fuck exactly. your phone off just yeah. enjoy the moment you can see why some um, artists say fuck off the phone so um, have you ever been fingered at a concert what <laughs> no <laughs> no have you ever fingered at a concert <laughs> both <laughs> What the fuck? I've never been fingered at a concert. What sort of questions that? What's made you think of that? Funny, isn't it? I didn't think of it. I asked somebody. Oh, for I thought a question. you witnessed it or something. I asked someone for a question, and that's what they came out with. Okay. So, yeah. Um, right. Uh, what's your? Have work? you ever witnessed it at a concert? Abifa, surely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tomorrowland, maybe. Yeah. Tomorrowland, we saw some mad, weird stuff. Yeah, though. Tomorrowland, some weird Pissing shit in going on. To be honest, when you look at Tomorrowland as a big budget, when you went for a piss. Didn't you think that was weird, though? Yeah. I thought that was slightly off budget. Sitting on the fucking side, like... Pissing, pissing on the side of the stairs under some chicken wire, like... Yeah, Tomorrowland? Keeps everybody in the setting. It's better mm. than at end when they piss on the floor in the middle of the, <laughs> middle of right. the fucking... Right, we're just thinking at end be the fucking main one, isn't it? The fucking council estate, but... Yeah, full-blown shagging yeah. on the floor. Um, what's the worst concert-slash-festival experience? I know what yours should be, but I'm just wondering if you're actually going to say it. Worst concert experience worst experience involving a concert or a festival or live well, gig have I we've had duds have we I don't think we have I'm not necessarily meaning us two both of us I'm just meaning you what's your worst experience oh admit it's hospital oh no beer festival jokes festival <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes <laughs> is that, that a festival I don't know you just drink beer and I like, got fucked and ended up getting admitted to any banter oh, that's funny get stomach pumped that's probably my worst experience but Gigs? You've got obviously a t- ticket getting stolen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So wireless. Um, you had to obviously present your ticket to get it out. I had it ready just like two before getting seen in the queue, and I had it snatched out of my hand. I saw the little fucker that took it and put him down to the floor and ripped it in the struggle. Called him a nonce or some cunt or something and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, they did say they could have stabbed me. I said if only because what's the point. That's they did say like why don't you contact Blasher's two pairs like you know like when you get when you've been like robbed or mugged off isn't it you just have that sort of feeling about it. you're like oh, why yeah you, you know just want to give fuck up off. everything it's like what's the underprivileged twat exactly just because some twat can fucking afford it yeah exactly ticket, I had to like do like my little thing of save up and get stamps. the money yeah and where's you mm, oh. so yeah that's probably it yeah fair enough I completely forgot about that I was going to see AJ Tracy that day as well I didn't see him I was really upset tough tits what about you I don't know. I haven't really had anything. Passport stolen in Chicago? Link to the festival. I mean, then it is because the only reason we went there was to go <laughs> see that. See logic. So we'll, we'll go with that. So passport stolen. And Tomorrowland sweater that. now. That wasn't really a bad experience, though. It was just hot. No, that's just jokes. Mid rave, isn't it? It's yeah. hot. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say I've had anything bad. We haven't happen. had anything bad. No. There hasn't been any, like, David Getter. Oh, yeah. I'd be for, that was a bit in. of a bad experience because you yeah. didn't really. The fact that the whole club was so packed you're a bit uncomfortable unless you're completely off your face on whatever you would do and you don't care about the environment that you're in it got squished no not so gonna lie don't you think bad experience that's, yeah it's a bit the bad the fact that you played his version of blue instead of the original yeah that's the worst it's an absolute travesty the fact I wanted to see James Hype in the club next door and how would you get through that I do not know <laughs> <laughs> don't you think Ferrari is it that one it is but yeah 
So there's a couple. Fair like enough. you said, yeah, wireless probably. Or the beer festival. Whatever you decide. Right. Health or financial health. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about health? <laughs> yeah. Right. Question? Um, do you think the artist would act differently in more intimate venues? So the smaller the venue, do you think the artist feels more connected to the crowd than a massive arena? Yeah, because there's less places to look. Do you think they hide behind their set list in an arena? They just stick to it and go? Or do you think in a smaller venue, they try and connect more, with, like they talk more to the crowd? Like if Logic did like more intimate, I feel like he'd connect more with the crowd so, and get them on stage and do whatever. So College Park tour, Yeah, he did tiny venues. I don't know how big they were, but he did small venues so that he could have that reason, so he could connect with the fans more, rather than when we went doing arena tours where Stuck you've got 10,000, 15,000 people each venue where you can't really interact that much, or you can, but you only interact with the people that are right at the front, essentially. This someone proposes is in Chicago. I'm pretty sure he brought someone on. He uh, still yeah. does it, doesn't he? Yeah, like, he still interacts, yeah. but obviously it's not as intimate. Like NF still talks, isn't it? But like even that difference, you said maybe it was the vibe of the audience, but they said Manchester obviously did a set list. Cardiff, he obviously spoke to that guy at the front, wasn't it? Like, oh, does anyone yeah. want to say anything? Is that because he's getting to the end of the tour and he's tired and he speaks more anyway? No, because I've, I've seen clips from him in America where he talks to everybody, clips in like Amsterdam and uh, Brussels and all that where he's doing it as well. Mm. So it looks like Manchester was kind of just I an think one. As an artist, I feel like it humbles you more doing the intimate venue because I guess it reminds you of your roots, yeah. of where you came up, isn't yeah. it? And you just appreciate, it brings you back to that part in your career where it's like... Yeah. Performance you know, with you. Yeah, just like yeah. these people actually really care. Whereas like an arena, they, I don't know whether they're just there for let you down sort of vibes, 1-800 vibes. Yeah, jokes and that. You've sold out the arena because of, they know you by one song, they barely know you. A lot of people know me but don't know me well. And a flurry. Banger. Don't you think? So both agree on that. Yeah. Um, does bad weather ruin the experience? No. Unless it fucks up the whole sound assessment because we've done board masters once. I don't know if it was with you, where the speakers went all crackly because the rain got in the system. <laughs> George it, Ezra cut out like part of it. It didn't rain because when we went board masters, it was sweating out and everybody was trying to look sit behind the bins <laughs> yeah. and the flag shade and that, weren't they? And then the next day, it went severe floods, didn't it? Which was jokes. It can. It's nice in the evening when it starts to cool down if it's hot. I guess during the day, weather can affect it because if you get too hot and you're in a crowd. You are sweating out, and but you want to be there for the gig, but you are like yeah. So bad weather out. doesn't necessarily mean rain and thunder. Yeah, it can be uncomfortable, so isn't it? Yeah. Anything that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, Tomorrowland was a bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. because of especially the heat. for the rave as well. Like your high energy, isn't it, in the crowd? Like, see, I didn't think that was too bad. It was during a day that was worse. Yeah, exactly. When you're at the main stage, you kind of focus on. No, that's all right. Like, it it's during, much. like you say, you still got the stage where people were dancing, but peak heat as well. Like you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, like midday sort of thing. Would you say is the most ideal weather? Do you reckon it's indoor or outdoor? Would you rather see a gig? I love outdoor in the sun when yeah, it's like sunset. Be, yeah. Like Kings of Leon vibe, isn't it? That was amazing. Outdoor can outdoor would be nice for festival setting. I think if you're there to see one single artist that you don't care about what else, yeah. what else is going on, so it may as well just be indoors. Have you seen that sphere in Las Vegas? Yeah. Where they do a gig inside and your whole visual is the inside of the sphere? It looks amazing, Just. honestly. Doing a gig in there. Because then you can change your setting, whatever you want, and you're indoors. So you got yeah. the best of both worlds. I mean, everyone's commenting, going, like, why don't you just do the gig outside? Because someone had a load of clouds or something as the thing. So you're sat in the whole 3D, um, 3D, 360 view, and it's just, like, rainforest vibes and stuff. Like, you're just in your seat. I think yeah, it's just a cool experience. But just can't go into a fucking yeah. concert in the rainforest, can't you? Looks yeah. banging. Um, yeah. So it doesn't really matter, yeah. When, when when they had one where the um 
dust was all over the place remember they wombats or something said like it looks like it cast out of mad max because it's just like dust yeah. cloud like the car was covered remember that banter that was jokes yeah broadmasters whatever year but inside yeah it doesn't really matter yeah. unless it's like manchester united stadium where it rains and you're still wet yeah exactly because the <laughs> roof's broken yeah <laughs> still jokes then good old old trafford <laughs> right next I've run out, so... Oh, I've got to you. Did you enjoy it more knowing what the set list was going to be or would you rather it be a surprise? Bang question. Bit of both. You've got to decide. Okay, so for the first one in Manchester, it would have been nice not to know. Because I love the fact where like one little piano chord and you're like, oh shit, it's this song. You know what I mean? But even though me people, and you knew exactly what was people coming People that up. were around us that were like, oh my God, he's playing this yeah, song. Yeah, sick of feeling. Like Logic, when he played like what? Yeah. Oh, sick so feeling when he was when coming he up, like all I do and yeah, all that. Yeah, sick. Um, so it's cool when you don't know, mm. but then you want seeing somebody maybe. twice, obviously then it's a nice feeling that you go to the second one and you're like, oh, I know, what, I like, I know what's coming on. Like I can sit down and listen, spam the fuck out mm. of these songs for a week in between the yeah, gigs. Exactly and figure it out um, and like learn them a bit more but it is cool not to know to be honest I do think like with rappers because there's like a lot to like learn as well in the song I, that's why I wanted to spam NF because obviously he says a lot isn't it but say if it was like Suicide Boys or something you just see them and just see like oh you hear like part of the tune you're like oh mate this song's gonna go especially off especially when it? it's a big library of songs mm-hmm. that they could play it makes it even more difficult than that I just thought I found that yeah it would have been called Dedicate It because like, I really wanted to know when the verses as well it's not not just here for the chorus which I yeah. would have been initially for enough I think like part of it no go. I, I don't know it when he goes off sometimes doesn't it yeah. right, leave me alone it's quick so final like you said, question yeah, a bit of both really yeah and then would you be happy to queue all day for your favourite artist as long as there's somewhere to lean <laughs> if it's sit. not a seat obviously because you know you're going to have a seat anyway so for logic, would you be happy to queue like all day? Yeah, like NF, I'd have been happy to queue all day. Um, Fair enough. As long as I can, yeah, sit on the floor or lean against something because my back would go after an hour. I mean, we were stood there long enough waiting for NF, weren't we? Really? Yeah, that's because like, the VIP thing. Two and a half hours or so before you actually got let in. There was another question. Do you think that VIP? Do you think that VIP thing was worth it, or do you think VIP in general is? Because obviously you've had Logic VIP and NF now, which is quite cool. Like your two favorite rappers, you've seen VIP. So Logic VIP, obviously we had the room before where everybody can go, and then mm-hmm. they come around with a limited edition merch, and you can take your pictures on the first board access and stuff as well, like that. that. First access to merch, first access to stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that was worth it, and the main reason we paid the price we did was so that we could be close. Mm-hmm. Um, Massive stadium. NF, obviously we accidentally got VIP, we didn't actually mean to, but the fact that it gets you in early, like you get first in, so you can get close to the front, Mm -hmm. makes it worth it, I think, Mm -hmm. when you want to see that artist. Um, If it was an extra, like, say, 40 quid, then I don't think it's too bad. If you're spending 100 quid on a ticket, if it's an extra 40 quid, 50 quid to get VIP, Mm I don't think it's too bad to be able to kind of guarantee that you're close to the front at least yeah instead of stood right at the back somewhere what makes vip quite cool i guess is meet and greet if they do that like kidding like it's worth vip because you actually met him and chatted to him and you know i had a picture logic when we were initially going to see him i think was that wasn't it yeah in london uh obviously nf's not the artist if you know nf obviously you wouldn't do that. he's not the type of person if you're that much of a fan come on like you should know what they're like but i would do vip if it's a meet and greet as well i wouldn't necessarily do it just because i'm at the front I'm not too fast. Me being tall, 
I don't really like blocking people's view. So. Again, it just depends if you actually what if you want to connect with the yeah, artist and you really want be at the to be that and, close yeah. to them. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point, sort of mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Not too fast. Yeah. So. Sounds. Unless you actually meet him and talk, like yeah, because it's cool. Even if it is like a ten minute, even that two minute, yeah, chat. So there we go. Cool. So overall, would you recommend live music gigs for people? What do you think of them in general? Live music gigs, definitely. If you especially like the artist, obviously, uh, especially single gigs. Festivals are a bit more tailored. That you actually need to like that setting mm-hmm. to be able to enjoy yourself properly. You can go, but you might not get the best out of it that you would out of a single gig. So if you're going to a festival purely because you want to see one artist, then maybe just try and get a single like tour ticket yeah. if they're doing it. If not, then obviously you go to the festival because that's the only way you can see them. Especially um, if you're like an upcoming music artist yourself, it is insane to see both settings. Whereas a festival, you might be more likely to get like a slot of doing something, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas like when you go to see like your favorite artist doing their concert, that's inspirational and, Oh, you really then, just want to be on the stage and be like, oh, like, I reckon I could do my set similar to this. And the whole lighting and the smokes, you know, it's all dedicated to you. Yeah. And like, all the sound system, like you feel the bass and stuff. I, I love the whole environment's just... As you say, though, festival's better for finding new things to listen to. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you might just stumble across somebody random and be like, fucking hell, they're good. Like you were Palace. Yeah. I'll keep on bringing it back to that because it's the easiest example, to be honest. I just love the quality of everything. You know, the quality of the sound system. Like, yeah. so I, I keep blurring my car speakers, which is banter, but um, I just love loud music and just feeling it, especially like the dance music, like Tomorrowland. Like, you need that sound system I to actually, like, you know what I mean? Feel it. I you can't just have some pound lamb bullshit. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> Why not? So, <laughs> little Bluetooth device is ready to <laughs> bullshit. Right. Are we going to go to this? We can quickly fly through it. We'll answer fly, them together. Fly yeah? through it, yeah. Fly so, yeah, because we probably already answered yeah, half of yeah, them. Yeah, we can <laughs> quickly tick off. So, it's ten questions. You can obviously play along when you're listening to this because it's actually an open thing. Just pause it so, whenever you want. Question one: What was your first concert? Logic in Chicago. Jokes. All time low in Yeovil. <laughs> <laughs> my stepdad lost his wind mirror overtaking someone. We had a birthday cake thrown at my friend's face, and he lost his hoodie crowd surfing. And I lost my passport. <laughs> Bang it was weird the <laughs> pop punk and logic. Um what was the last concert you attended? Enough. Enough. Banging. Uh what is your all time favourite concert? Logic. It's probably. Concert. So it's up boys. Logic. <laughs> too many. How many concerts have you beat? Too many. Even I'll say too many now as well, <laughs> with the amount of festivals and shit. I can't count them. I'm no. sorry, I'm gonna have to go through a back catalogue. Uh, um, I'm gonna guess uh twenty five thirty. Probably. No, you, no, yours is probably like 300. <laughs> what is the best set you've seen? The best set? Yeah. Logic. And that was good. I'm going to keep going back sick. to Logic because of all the old stuff he played. Obviously, he played a new song as yeah. well. So. I love Logic's set. I loved how NF just stuck to his set though it was so well like choreographed like coordinated and stuff like even the drummer choreographed so, yeah that's the word you're looking like, for like the drummer was so in sync with him like how the yeah. song started and stopped and like how the next song you know what I mean everything yeah. seems so in sync nothing fucked up he only messed up one part of his lyrics and hate myself one that he forgot to come yeah. in I think but I've got a feeling he had his song playing in his ears do you reckon the same time probably it's a great set not gonna lie and mama emotional as fuck happy like, was, happy yeah what band slash artist have you seen the most? How many times? Martin Garrix. <laughs> Martin Garrix. Just because of Three like how he's so. appeared. 
other than Martin Garrix. Yeah, because I think I've seen him probably the same as you. It's probably Martin Garrix. Or Chase and Status. So funny. that Or I'll, Catfish in the Bottle, man. Other than Those that, it's both NF and Steve Aoki. Steve, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You saw Steve Aoki DJs twice. are everywhere, yeah. isn't it? I think Where I'm was Catfish, Where was you know? the second one? Las Vegas and Tomorrowland. Las Vegas, that's mm-hmm. the one, yeah. Obviously in bougie places, come on. Yeah, but oh, Ludacris, once, yeah, I know, but I just forgot about Ludacris. He so was banging. I have to mention him. That made the club sit. That club, banging. Yeah. The girls are tiring that. Banging. Not going to lie. Sexual. <laughs> what is your favourite festival? Ooh. I don't know. I don't think I've gone to my favourite yet, because I think Rolling Loud would be really good. What's the favourite one you've been to? Let's just, let's cancel it out. What's the favourite one you've been to? Probably Tomorrowland. I'm going to have to say Tomorrowland because it's between Tomorrowland and Boardmasters. No, Tomorrowland's like bucket list material though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like sweat You can't modes. be on that tier But level. then we also went to Snowbombing. Oh, Snowbombing, yeah. But oh. we didn't actually yeah, do but that, festival, no, did we? No, but Snowbombing was... We only went Ooh, for snowboarding. I, I think it's Tomorrowland or Snowbox. Snowbox I had one hell of a time. And I went... going to go to Tomorrowland. Another one. Would you go to a gig on your own, actually? Saying Probably this. Not. Because I went to Snowbox on my own and it was one of my favourite festival experiences. So don't be scared to go to something on your own because you never know. You might fall into a group of people that are fucking crazy. I wouldn't because I hate people and I don't like talking to anyone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what concert surprised you the most? For example, you had no idea how good they were. Palace. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yours has to be Palace, doesn't it? Um, how good they were I mean I've seen people because I know they'd be called Kings Leon was really good Ludacris I think they were better than what I thought they were going to be though I'm going to say Ludacris Ludacris yeah he was actually was really just, good he was really good and Last he brought Kevin well, Hart as well yeah. and we didn't even know we were going to see him so if I really thought about that I reckon I'd have a better answer yeah to I be probably would as well but it's we're off Tiny the- Temper Top of the Dome Tiny Temple was cool I think he was better than what I thought he was going to be and the fact that we saw Tiny Temple with Martin Garrix <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no if I thought about exactly. it more um, what is your favourite venue to see a concert I mean if you haven't seen too many would you prefer smaller or bigger have you gone to an arena you have Logic so would you prefer maybe the Cardiff Students Union or Chicago like NBA Stadium whatever it was is it I mean I don't even know where the you Chicago, Logic. see that's the thing the Chicago one obviously we were close that's a sick venue though so it was a cool venue it was uh, ice hockey not basketball. Great venue. Or was it basketball? I don't know. Whatever it was. But the Cardiff Students Chicago Union Bulls Arena, was it? Was cool as well. No, it wasn't. Pretty sure it wouldn't have been that. No. Um, the Students Union in Cardiff was cool just because it was so small. But then also you could say like Boardmasters was a cool little setting because it was like coast. Best concert though. That's festival, oh, concert, I guess. Okay. I guess if you stick it. I would say the O2 if you ever small, gone there. That's a great venue. Small place rather than a massive place. I'd rather go to the Cardiff Students Union than Wembley although Wembley Ooh. would be cool but it's too big you end up miles away and you can't see shit you have to watch the TVs I do really like the OVO Wembley arena which is next to the Wembley stadium where Suicide Boys played where it's like a little pit in the middle and then you've got seating around the outside but the middle part is really insane and then you've got like this tape around the side so no one's squidged along the edge you can walk along the side if you wanted to there's like this little line that you have to stay right. in but everyone's obviously mosh pit anyway. It's moving around, but that's a sick venue and the sound quality. I'm gonna just go off that because I'm more of a nerd with sound. That. Yeah. Um, what band slash artist did you discover at a concert? Meaning <laughs> you didn't know who they were before even seeing them, like an opening act. Yeah, because I. Sp- but I would say I discovered them because I've, I've still spammed them and I had no idea who they were. Uh, so this is gonna sound fucking stupid. I can't think of anybody. Corday? I never really, really listened to so, them. So Corday and JID. 
J.I.D. I kind of used to call it. I never really listened to either of them. Corday or YBN Corday when yeah. we saw when we saw him as he was known um, was a cool artist. Like, I did listen to him a little bit when we got back. And J.I.D. I listened to a little bit as well. Yeah. Whereas I hadn't really before because obviously I was in Logic Spam mode at that point. Um, so Probably. I'd say them too, but Corday mostly. Chatter as well, maybe. Chatter's a cool artist. Sport, yeah. so was, I didn't have a clue who he was, and then I used to, yeah, I listened to him now. I thought it was pretty cool. It's funny because after Suicide Boy, people that you now know, I knew before you did, which makes it even more yeah. jokes. What was um? I mean, it'd be more at a festival you'd discover them rather yeah. than maybe a support act Palace. at a concert, isn't it? Palace. I mean, there'd be loads, but uh, yeah, off the top of the day in Palace because I really like them. So there we go. Sound. If you wanted to play along there, that it'd be in the pretty cool questions to mm. be honest. That's it. That's yeah. it for festival. So, it's a decent um, topic. Like you said, we could go on about that because, I mean, like hopefully in the future that we're going to be part of that environment. So, and then we'll do another one of these with ourselves on it. So, and you'd be happy to be cameraman, isn't it? Yeah. Banging camera by. You didn't actually see cameraman in enough, did you at all? I didn't see a cameraman walking Don't think around. So. Didn't see any photographers. No, Normally, you know, when you're recording that security guard, normally you've got photographers around the front. Doing no, that. but he doesn't do promo no, though, does no, he? No, he ducking do and dodging the promo. Right, new music. Right, new music that is um, released on the 20th of October. It is Witches with a Z, Killem, The Rolling Stones, Hackney Diamonds, Blink 182, One More Time, Youngblood, Bring Me the Horizon, Happier, 21 Savage, D4VD, Call Me Revenge, which is off the new Modern Warfare 3, uh, Wavy Jones, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, Mike Shinoda, Already Ever, 97, Aras, 23, Nightmare, Rick Ross, Meat Mill, Lyrical Easy, The Kid Leroy, Jungkook, uh, Central Sea, Too Much, Dermot Kennedy, Sunday, and then James Bay, obviously, All My Broken Pieces. Token had a new song as well. Did he? Yeah, but I don't know what it's called. Oh, and Token. And my phone's all the way over there. He's gone into funk as well, and I feel like, I'm going to say that that now, funk rap is going to be a wave for the next few months, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's a trending genre soon, which would be annoying, but oh well. Was that split out into albums and singles yeah. or mixed everywhere? There were three albums. Blink-182, Rolling Stones and Witches. So when we do this, we will specify. Okay, I'll clarify there. Specify saying albums and then say all the albums and then say it now on to singles because I find it a bit difficult to keep track of what's actually what. Like, There's no way to tell. What I could do in the what. future is when I say it, I'll say albums, then say it, then singles, then say it, rather than just one list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So say these are the new albums this yeah. week, da di da di da di da da da, and then say these are the new singles this week, da di da di yeah, da di yeah, da. So just like it breaks them up a little bit because when you see like on Twitter and that they've got like a, list of it. a little a note next to one of them and then a CD next to another just to like clarify. Oh, and it right. makes it so much easier to yeah. understand what's what sort of thing. So right, cool. are we ready for some random shit? Yep, we so, are. So fact because it's on topical. Uh, originally the word referred so oh. <laughs> uh, Concert. So originally, the word referred to a single group of musicians playing together. Concerts by a solo performer are properly called recitals. The earliest recorded public concerts were organised by a London violinist, John Bannister, in 1672. Bang. So Date back quite a long time. It gives off the vibe of tirade playlist. You know when they got like the little classical music and then just spams into like rap. <laughs> Jokes. Get lit on the orchestra. <laughs> um, joke. Yeah. It's I don't know how much of a joke it really is, but you'll find it funny. I hope. Um, I hate double standards. 
burn a body at a crematorium, you're being a respectful friend. Do it at home, and you're destroying evidence. <laughs> wow. True. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We do not speak from experience. <laughs> no, not yet. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never condone that sort of No, we activity. do not condone. No. But driving 40 in a 60... We do also not condone. And if you turn suicide boys over like a thirty volume, you probably will explode in the car. <laughs> Let's do it. We've seen all those TikTok memes where it's like me, you on two seats, suicide boys on the radio, and then a car in the middle of a house or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> suicide boys taking over my TikTok. I don't know whether they're popular or it's just my algorithm. No, it's, it's your algorithm. Madness. Like the fact you get all these <laughs> roses. God, you fucking TikTok. We're not even well. going on to that. So, no. um, right. No, no you're no. doing live on TikTok. You may as well start that's doing it, it now. Yeah, so roses, roses. Right. Oh, you're shocking me, bro. Shocking me, bro. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Totally. Thank you for listening to another episode. You can find us on all streaming platforms under the So Insights podcast. Please leave us a rating and review. Check out our socials at CSI Index, TikTok, and Instagram. The So Insights Index, YouTube, Soul Insights.